You know what's so amazing is that we are all different. Everybody here is different. It doesn't matter uniquely made, joint together. You still have something to identify you as being different. You're unique in your own way due to whatever that uniqueness is. And we know something that people who don't know God know. And you know what it is? It's knowing God. Now, a lot of times the world may look like they're having more fun than we are. They have more money than we have. They're doing more exciting things. They look better, feel better. But the world's way is nothing but based and built upon an outer appearance. And that can't get us nowhere. Because what happens on the inside, that transforms on the outside. And that releases a shift in the atmosphere that changes every hemisphere. So I'm about to stand up because Holy Ghost is just moving like that. See, I know what it's like to look at the world's way of doing things. I'm on God's side and I'm looking over on that side and I'm looking like, wow, they have a lot of fun over there. They get the party, they get the club, they get the drink and look like they're having fun doing it. They get to have lights, camera, action, all kinds of silver and gold all over the place. They look like they're having a jolly good time. Over here, God, it looks like we're waiting and we're just waiting and we're waiting till we get worn out. It looks like we're trying to have things to happen, coming to do things and make them happen. And it's still not happening for us. It looks like we're more depressed over here. We're more angry over here. We're waiting for things to take place that we can have a right to over here. It don't look too pretty on this side, God. It looks like it's nothing but rules. Nothing but rules. What I can and cannot do. Who can tell me what I can and cannot do? I want to have some fun too. I don't want to just sit at home behind the four walls and read all day and fast all night and get up and pray all the time and go to church, this place, that place, connected, this and that. I want to have fun too. See, we're going to come together and we're going to bring some change because change comes when Honesty is present because there goes miracle signs and wonders due to honesty being present because Holy Spirit is nothing but a spirit of what honesty. So we're going to go deeper and deeper in honesty and that's deeper and deeper in Holy Spirit and that's deeper and deeper in God. So that's deeper and deeper with the power of God being manifested. That's why we backslide so much. Because it looks appealing over there. But for those who are over there, currently looking over here, I'm waiting to see the power. I'm waiting to see the glory. I'm waiting to see the miracles. I'm waiting to see Christ-like behavior. I'm waiting to see the love. I'm waiting to see unconditional love. I'm waiting to see no prejudgment. I'm waiting to see no criticism. I'm waiting to see no taunting. I'm waiting to see no gossip. I'm waiting to see what God says. I'm waiting to see what I read in the Bible too. But 
I'm not coming over there until I can see it come to pass because I don't want to go through anything else other than what I'm going through over here. I'm going through enough on this side, so why would I go to another side and go through anything that seemed to be worse than over here? So I'm watching and seeing those who go to church. I'm seeing what happens when they go to church. I'm seeing what happens when they call on his name. I'm seeing what's happening when they know his name above every name. I'm watching. I'm looking. I'm seeking. I'm yearning. I'm groaning. And I'm yearning and yearning and yearning and yearning to the point I'm wailing. I'm wailing. And I'm wailing for the manifestations of the sons of God. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? I'm not looking for a religious person. I can be religious by myself. I know when to come to church on Christmas or Easter. Come on, I know. I know when to come, when I want some, when he's doing good to me. I know, I know, I know what name to call when I want something. I know, I know, I know. But what is it like to stay with the name? What is it like to claim the name? What is it like to proclaim the name? What is it like to carry the name? What is it like to stay with him? What is it like to pray with him? What is it like to pray unto him and know that it's only coming from him? What is that like? Oh, Holy Spirit. You understand? Hallelujah. Because as a young girl growing up with God, my whole life, I kept looking over there. Because on my side, it was nothing but rules and regulations. And I was honest with God. God, it looks fun over there. Let me just go over there for a little bit. Let me see. I don't like the dancing like that. I don't like the dressing like that. And I tried to do it. It didn't feel right or look right. I didn't like the attention. I was scared of men. So I began to run. No, don't come over me. No, I'm just going to a block party. I want to see what it's like over here. No, don't touch my butt. Don't dance on my butt. Don't do any of that. Please, just leave me alone. I want to see what it's like to just dance. Okay, shake it like that. Okay, okay, okay. They got beer. They got drinks. Let me try that out and see what that's like. It's not like they're having fun doing that. Okay, this was like to be drunk. I can't even see straight. I can't even think straight, but okay, this is what they want to do. Okay. Let me go to the club and see what it's like. No, I don't want to dance. No, I don't want to go to the bar and dance by myself. Okay. Then why are you here? Because I want to be here. Don't question me. We'll get out of here because people here, we sleeping around with each other. I'm not doing that. We'll get out of here then. Things like that were said. Someone got so bad at me, they threw a drink in my face. You think you better? You stuck up B? Whoa. No, I just don't want to dance. I don't want no one on me. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Please. That's, I don't want that. Please. Please. I was always so scared to show my body. And it wasn't because I was, you know, in, in how I feel about myself. No, it's just that it wasn't to be shown. No, 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 no. I felt like Adam and Eve when I was doing things like Adam and Eve. Deny my identity. So I felt naked and ashamed and afraid. And I began to begin to run and hide myself. And then God always there in the midst. I'm right here when you're ready to come back. I'm right here when you're ready. I'm right here when you're ready. And then we be in relationships, ladies, men. And we be around people, not even in relationships only. We be around people and look at things of the world. And they tell us we have to look like this. And many of us know we don't have to look like that. But how many of us really feel like we wish we could look like that? Come on. 
if I could change my complexion, if I could change my breast size, if I could change my hips, if I could change my waist, if I could change my nose for the men, if I could change the texture of my hair, if I could change my physique, if I could change my height, if I could change how my toes look, if I could change the size of my, you know what? Come on, someone. Come on, someone. Come on, someone. You know what God said to me? You know what God said to me? Now, I'm about to get real drastic. Stay with me, parents, which is adults. Because every single one of us has children, and there's people under us to help build up. It's not just biologically. Stay with me. Before I got married, the last person was my son's father in a relationship. And my son was 15 months. And I got married. My son was 10. So it was 10, 12 years without, you know, any relationship, any of that. Me and my son's father grew up in church, my family church. So we thought, okay, since we're in church, then, you know, this is what we do. We connect. And we realized when we got adults because we lost contact and reconnected due to a homegoing service. Hey, oh my gosh, I remember you back in the day in my family church. Yeah, I remember you too. And we connected and we realized this is not God. No, it's not. And I thank God he moved on with his life. And the woman that he has treat my son like her very own. And I thank God for that. But let me tell you, when I got married, I was almost hospitalized. And I mean it seriously because I was torn. And I was like, this can't happen to me. This cannot happen. Ma'am, you keep getting torn. No, 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 this can't be. Come on, we adults here. No, this can't keep happening to me. Stay away from me. Don't come near me. Don't come near me. Don't come around me. Don't come. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. And a lot of times, that man will respect my request. Okay, I won't touch you. I won't touch you. You're hurting me. Stay over there. This doesn't feel good. This hurts so bad. It hurts for days. Stay away from me. I'm bleeding. Stay away from me. I can't. I can't. Four years of marriage and probably just maybe six times. Stay away, please. Okay, 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 okay. And God said to me, when I formed every man, and when I formed every woman, every woman is formed for every man that I have for them. If you're not with the man you're supposed to be with, then you're not fit to be with that man. And there's going to be a lot of complications because you're only created for that man to fit. So anyone else try to fit, can't fit. It's not going to be pleasurable. It's going to be disastrous. 
is not going to feel anything that and how it's supposed to feel. And that is something that everybody needs to hear as an adult who is single or those who are in the wrong covenant. Many of the times people cheat because they are not pleased. It's not always sexual. It could be a conversation that just don't click because you just don't fit. You're not going to fit with a conversation. You're not going to fit with how you look. You're not going to fit trying to look. And we as women and men trying to look to impress and it causes us to feel distress. God is a scientist, the scientist of all scientists. His creativity is the art of science. Because there's art and science and science and art. And God has created every woman to be inserted into, built and shaped and formed for that man to insert. And if it's not that man, you're going to feel some things. Do you understand? People used to say, well, every gender, we all women, we all men, we all have the same thing. The gender is named the same, but it's not formed the same. You better hear that. <laughs> you better hear that. You better look again. No, don't look again. Don't look again. Don't look again. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen to Holy Spirit for real. Because when we don't conversate like this, we make mistakes like that. <laughs> and it been plenty of times I was hurt so badly. I was hurt so bad because you wasn't my man at all. The way how you talk didn't fit. The way how you walk, it didn't fit. The way how you live didn't fit. Nothing fits spirit, soul, or body. It's not just body. The soul and the spirit. Just like a man with a woman. You're not going to be pleased if she's not yours. You won't get your rocks off, but that's all you're going to get. You're not going to become the rock. Mm. <clears throat> Come on, somebody. This is what I did not plan to say. None of it. <laughs> That's how I know it's not me. <laughs> and it's okay. Because it helps us out. Because it stops us from trying to attract ourselves to people who's not going to ever be attracted. When I was married, I used to beg this. I thought this man was trying to break me. But the whole time he wasn't. It's just that there was Holy Spirit breaking out. He's, he's not for you, Quenisha. So every time a video come on, I'm looking like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm not that woman. I'm just not that woman. You know how some people have family members, they just want to just wear their body showing and just twerk all over the place. I don't do that. I'm sitting there at the table by myself with my legs crossed with no Cleveland showing. Oh, you don't fit with this family. <laughs> we got stomach butt showing. We got breast showing. Girl, we, we twerk, twerk, twerk and make it work, work, work. 
Now, I know that, but that's at home when I'm married to the man, man, man of God, 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 which I thought I was with, 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 but I wasn't, wasn't, wasn't. See, I don't have to kiss you in public to show that I care about you. Do you understand? Thank God for a whisper in the ear. <laughs> you understand? Who goes around just kissing all in public like that? Come on, that's not why we married. Thank God for a whisper in the ear. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus. <laughs> you understand? See how we have fun when we talk? When we allow honesty, Holy Spirit to take over? And I was like, no. I even went to the hospital. I was in the hospital. I wouldn't stop bleeding. Something's wrong. You understand? And God told me what the problem was. Everything that I married was the wrong thing. I'm the only one fully clothed around the family functions and everything that we attended on that end. And no one was like, you know, you, you belong. No, it's clearly saying you are definitely a church woman. You are definitely a wholesome woman. You are not like us. And the thing about it is, the men that they had were like, we wish y'all was like this. <laughs> Why are y'all showing y'all bodies? Why are y'all twerking? That's not cute. Why aren't y'all closing y'all legs and being ladylike? So it really got real. Get away from us. <laughs> you try to have our men to change us to be a golden girl. Oh, <laughs> God. See, you created to be where you belong. And I couldn't deny that I am whatever you call, quote, unquote, a church girl. I can't deny it. And what that is, it's just nothing but a woman of God, a woman of virtue. I can't hide. I can't deny that. I can't even, I don't even look right showing the side of my breast. I wouldn't ever do that. The side of my tattoos on my, I don't even, no. No. It took someone over the arts department where I served to say to me, because I was in rehearsal and I covered up so much in rehearsal and we all women. So, you know, we're dancing and I actually bent over and half of what was shown was seen. And wait a second. Hold on. What's that? What's that on your stomach? Oh, you tatted like that? No. This is nowhere near tatted. Like people I see, in other words, please leave me alone. <laughs> Don't call me out. 
Because I tried my best to hide them. Because believe it or not, we say all the time that we're not bothered by what people say. But I'm going to be real and say sometimes those words do bother me. Because they shouldn't be said. A lot of older people used to look at me. You about to do what with those tattoos? And some of them can be like, oh, you're just a girly little, little woman that look good and, you know, this, that, whatever. Trying to show me off. All kinds of things that came my way. No, 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 no. You understand? So, I was like, okay. And she said, why are you covering up your tattoos? I don't want no one to see you. So? Girl, bye. And she said, I wish I had those tattoos. Shoot. <laughs> Let me have those tattoos. In other words, you have nothing to be hiding, nothing about or ashamed about nothing. And when I was preparing in the beginning for this man, that's the first thing I wanted to tell him. Because I thought about, you know what? I don't want him to be shocked. Because when you do things with God and you do things of God, when it comes to being sexually active, you get married and then that comes. In the world, you do that and decide you want to marry them or not. See the difference? Mm. So you already know what to expect. It's different God's way. So I wanted to give him a heads up. Hey, I know you can't see my body until today, but you know, I got some tattoos and I got like five piercings, okay? And guess what? I'm not going to take them out. You're not going to see them. No one can see them, but I'm just telling you, all right? Yeah, I'm not taking them out. Come on, somebody. Someone said you got your elbows done? How in the world did that feel? <laughs> Why did you sit for that type of pay? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. To be honest, it doesn't make... I mean, for the drawing, I get the art. It's art. But when it comes to sitting for pay and signing up for pay just to have all your body to look pleasurable, that's not even a good idea. But, hey, it happened. And many of us love the idea, hey, to each his own. Hallelujah. So, it doesn't matter what a person looked like on the outside. Because in my marriage that I was forcefully in, I felt like, you know what? I'm just not good enough. I can't please this man. I, you know, I just, the things I like to do, it's just not for you. You're never satisfied, dude. But how can you? I don't let you touch me. Because every time you touch me, you hurt me. Get away from me. You're not for me. Keep going to the hospital. Get away from me. Disgust me. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. And this man really had to lower himself and say, you know what? All right, I respect that. I respect that. Because I'm not going to keep going through that. And we both realize, you know what? This is not. This is not, this is not, nothing is about you and I. Even your style of cooking, I don't like it. Now you can cook with your style. You know, I'm city life, I'm oriental. You just straight country. You eat pig feet, ham walks and all. I don't eat all that. And I was starting to eat that, yeah, when I was drinking, uh, what is it called? 
moonshine. Never even drunk that. See how I was changing? Now I'm drinking moonshine. See, I'm going to be real. I was married to the wrong family, so when the females come around, it was like, okay, the men wish they had females that was, you know, virtuous and not promiscuous. So what they would do is they would try to come around and talk bad about where I'm from because they from the country. I'm from the city. So it's these city girls. Y'all think y'all this, y'all see. So I'm being quiet. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to sit there and entertain that. But the thing is, the family would like to team up. And what I didn't like is that he would go and team up with them against me. And I'm married to you, dude. Woo. God. And when people go against him and his own family, I, I stand up for him. I stand up for them. But go against me when they are coming on me. See, we're going to tell the truth and shame the devil. And it wasn't everybody in the family. It was just, you know, the immediate ones that normally come around. And that's how it was. That's exactly how it was. Every time. We like when y'all argue because we don't want him with you anyway. We're going to bring somebody else around. And they have done that. We're going to bring somebody else around so he can just go with somebody else. I don't care anybody but you. You don't fit with us. You're just too, you know, too goody tissue for us. Make us feel, ugh. You don't belong here. We're going to invite him and don't invite you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You understand. Because I didn't belong. Mother was very respectful and will always be respectful, but she knew. The thing is, she took me under because she felt sorry for me. More than accept me as her daughter-in-law. I feel sorry for you. You don't belong in my family. You don't even feel like a daughter-in-law to me. You feel like a little daughter to me. For real, for real. Like, I feel sorry for you. You are nothing like any of this. Everybody out here drinking, smoking, and shaking. You in the bedroom taking a nap. And the whole time... God has shut up my womb and I wasn't even aware. Being pressured. I want a baby. I want a baby. No, I'm trying. I know. I know I can. Can you? I mean, that's what I want to say. I mean, you better check your soldiers. Make sure they're marching. Better march. They had them to march around Jericho or something. <laughs> Jesus. Come on now. These are things that we go through, and when God sees us through, we can testify to help out other people. Because many of us right now sleeping with somebody who's not our fit. And I mean spirit, soul, and body fit. Come on. And sometimes the lust is dressed up so well, we think it's a perfect match sexually that it robs us from our spiritual identity. That's all we have in the middle of you and me is lust. Come on. Lust can come in any way, shape, or form. You better know it. So I start feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm just not. I mean, I mean, people would just wear coats with no clothes under. Driving in a car. I'm like, I would never do that. Never. This is what you do? This is what y'all like? Oh, I definitely don't fit here. I, I got to get away from here. 
You understand? So what I did was I said my farewell to all of them. Thank you for what you have done, which whatever you have, you know, said to help. And what I've said, you know, I thank you. I love you. So long to every single person. I showed respect, even though I didn't get it all the time. And many of us are selling ourselves to situations that is robbing our soul, will, and emotions. Our mind, will, and emotions, our soul. We can't allow that to take place, guys. You understand? We can't allow that to take place, ladies and gentlemen. Many of us in relationships right now or emerges right now where our children are not even accepted. And we feel awkward. How can you accept me and not my kids? Because I'm jealous that you had these kids. Because now you got to deal with their mother and you with me. See? All these things. And some of us got men or women who watch all people shake their tails all around all the time. And we feeling insecure like darn. Do you know what's happening now in the world? Us ladies and men are saying to each other in relationships now. I don't care who you cheat on me with. As long as it's not nobody I know. Then when we start getting to that point in relationship that we got to give them a heads up like that. It's not, no, don't cheat on me because, you know, I'm worth that. No, if you're going to cheat, make sure ain't nobody would I know. All right. I mean, we can, establish, we, can, we can establish that when we start getting to that point. Some say, I want somebody extra in the bed. I'm feeling extra freaky. Well, I don't want nobody to sleep with my man without me. So let me go ahead and do what he say, dude. Same thing go with women. Some men, some women say, I want an extra man in the bed. And guess what? The man want the man more than the woman do. Come on. Ain't no man going to sit there and agree with that. What you mean another man in the bed? And some men like, oh, okay. Um, matter of fact, I have somebody named, we're going to call Peter. Yeah, I got, you know somebody? Oh, yeah, I do. Come on, someone. God said, don't you dare laugh. That is not funny. That is not funny. It's not. See, we shaming the devil here. Mm, mm, mm. See, God is teaching me when to laugh and when not to laugh. Because it don't make no sense that a woman get breast triple Z's and then she keeping that. And then now she's, you know, 89 years old, back hunched over and sitting there with breasts of a light. You know, I'm done. I'm done. Father, I can't do this message. I can't. I can't get it. Hold on. I can't say can't. Hold on. I can't. This message right here. Come on now. Hold on. How are you going to use me? How are you going to use me to get this message? Come on now. You're going to use me to get a message. God. Come on, man. And you sitting there like that. Come on now. Eighty-five years old with silicone way out here in the butt. Don't even look right. And it don't even feel right. Do you know that silicone busts all the time? Women don't tell us that. It's jelly. It's like, you know, when you squish it, it, it you know, that's like a diaper that's been on a baby so long. And you know how it busts and all that silicone in there? That's, you know, it's solid silicone they're sitting on. So it can bust. Many people's, you know, silicone has bust in their breasts. In their lip, 
It buffed. Did we get facelifts? And just look like we smiling all the time and we serious? Come on. When the world, because the world said we have to look like that. It's not even the world. It's people who we are around and they looking at others who are doing it. And we feel like we got to do it in order to keep them around. Ooh. Okay, you like big butts? Okay, well, let me go squat it up every day. Mm. You like a small waist? Okay. 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 Many of us are so tired of just fighting God that we just trying to hold on by a little piece of string and we need to really give up. And you're going to feel so good that you have. Because me and this man sat at the table and we were so glad we did. We was like, this is it. This is it. So long, so long. I was like, woo, God. And he was like, woo, God. Nothing against you, but we just wasn't. We only known each other for two months and got married. I met you April 31st, 2016. And I married you July 16th, 2016. 666. That's Satan. Ah. Come on, someone. Come on, someone. April the 31st. You understand? And I marry you July the 16th. Didn't even know you that long. It was a 666. You understand? So, you have to be where you fit. You have to be where you belong. And if you're not where you belong, I'm not where I'm belonging, you know, need to be, it's not going to ever fit. It's not going to ever fit. I had no idea God created every woman to take in with every man and how he's formed. Did you guys know that? No. Because our creator, the one who shaped and formed us, educated me in that area. And that's not something I want to talk about. No. But who knows what he's going to do? Never say what you're not going to do. You understand? Anything that helps someone, I'll be a part of. How about that? I was never a kisser because you just wasn't. I just, I didn't know that they wasn't. I was just, it's just not. Mm -mm. Don't even, no. no. No weed breath. No, no weed breath. No, no, no beer breath. No, no, no. Mm, mm, mm. Jesus, what an episode. <laughs> but it's the truth though, guys. I gotten so insecure that I couldn't stand every woman that walked past. And I took it out on my sisters. I didn't want you guys to come around because I knew he had wandering eyes. Because we wasn't meant to be. And everyone has a celebrity that they, you know, have someone they just all fascinated with. And every time I see this man look at some other woman like that, it would have me to feel like, okay, what do I need to do 
okay, I got to change this, change that. I got to work on this, work on that. And every time I tried to even be pleasing, it would never work. It was like, you just could never be good enough. And I'm like, dude, you tripping. The few times that I even decided to want to do anything. It was very, very rare. Because it was very dangerous. You understand? And that goes for any of us. When you're with the person that God has for you, it's a puzzle piece connecting to the other puzzle piece. It's a perfect fit for every area. And that's the significance of being with the right person. I don't care how good you may get along and how nice you guys may look and you may have more good days than bad days. But if you're not with the perfect fit, with God's perfect plan, you are never going to see or reach your full potential. Because this is what's going to happen to you and I. We're going to be with someone the time that we're here. We're going to part our body and get with the right one. Now, how does that look in the kingdom? I'm with you all this time here. I have kids with you. I'm doing these things with you. And I get up there and see what's supposed to really be. My God. My God. That's why it's so, it's so vital to to walk in what you supposed to be walking in the true identity of Christ. Because when you exit out your body, you're going to see everything how it is. And if it doesn't match what you were doing, then that mean you didn't know who you were. You understand? Do you know how many people get married in the kingdom that was married here in the earth and left here like that? Was married for 40, 50 years and get up there and see their real mate and they welcome them. They don't have no recognition of anything earthly because it's, you know, it's mistakes. The Bible is for our mistakes. The Lamb's Book of Life is for the correction. Do you get that? Because in the Lamb's Book of Life, there are no mistakes. In the Bible, there are mistakes to keep us where we need to be. And that's why God say choose life. Because we learn from their what? Mistakes that they make. That they made and we're making. Like people under us. Learning from our mistakes. That's why our stories are being written to. So no one would feel like, okay, well, I'm not going to, you know, be so fast and move with no wrong dude or no wrong woman. Let me wait on God because they heard my story. Let me not sleep around. Oh, is that why I'm not pleased? It has nothing to do with the things that the earth tell us it has things to do with to make things pleasurable. It has everything to do with the will of God for our lives. And I'm going to say it just like that. A lot of women be told by the devil, you know, the bigger, the better. When you had sex, the rougher, the better. That's demonic. Spank me. Even for the men, handcuff me to a bed and spank me. Pull my hair and choke me. All these kind of fetishes 
that's demonic. Pour this hot oil on me. Pull this jelly on me. Oh, God. Holy Spirit, come on now. <laughs> this, come on now. It's getting too weird. Hold up. Now? <laughs> but come on. Holy Spirit said, keep going. Because it happens every day. Get this deal done. Get this strap on. And, and do this. And God never created a strap on. That's a piece of rubber formed in a way that this that Satan formed for demonic pleasure. Get this blow up doll. Do you know God the never ooh my my speech God? Do you do you know God never intended for us to act? And scenes that are, you know, sexual. And we're like, it's our job. Kissing another man. There are so many ways around, you know, portraying, you know, intimacy. That we don't have to be in no bed with half, you know, half, you know, dressed. And having it look so real. Some of us are really naked underneath the sheet. And many people sign up for them roles. Uh, and, and I haven't said, oh, all right, okay, okay. I'm in that one. Who, who, who the celebrity? Oh, okay, all right. You know, they do that. They do that. They look at the movies and look at the cast and look at, you know, the parts of the movie, the roles. And all of that. How would that be if I kiss another man for a movie when I'm married to a man? Or if I'm single? God say, I never wrote, have even thought about writing or even have written a movie that portrays things like that. It doesn't matter. They're acting. Acting like what? Which they are not. See, God doesn't act. So it's okay to act in movies, but when it comes to scenes, kissing scenes, sexual scenes, the only type of scene that God would be half okay with, and I just mean just a portion piece, is if a husband and wife act their own scene. But still don't have that to be public rights for everybody to see. So it still don't make any sense. Even though I try to make sense, it doesn't. Just, just keep it like that. It doesn't. That's not what he wants. And he's saying it to me right now. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It takes a year to make a movie. You spend a whole year, about four times a day, going over that movie, doing that same sexual act. And you know how many marriages have been destroyed because of it? You must like that. No, go keep kissing that star on the movie. Hold on. What you doing in the bed? And some like, I don't even care as long as you bring the money home, honey. I don't care about that. Bring home the money, honey. See? That's why a lot of us as women 
are bearing. And it's not because of God. It's because we're messing up our own insides. Fallopian tubes getting scraped. Insides getting punctured. I hear it and heard about it so many times. Getting scraped and punctured. And then many of us don't go to the hospital when we have that side pain, that pain in our ovaries. And some stuff sits so long it becomes a cyst. And many of us have lots of cysts on our ovaries. And we think it's hereditary. No, it can come from sexual affairs. That's too rough. With the wrong people. And some women had to get their tubes taken out because of it. That's the purpose of going to a gynecologist to let you know what's going on up in there. You don't need one if you're not sexually active. As much as one do when they are. Again, I say as much as one who, you know, is sexually active. Have to go more frequently. I can get very deep when it comes to having kids out of marriage or with the wrong man. I can get very deep with that. Because when you go home, that's still your kid. But you're going to see the right man if you don't receive him here now. And where does that put the kids that were supposed to be here if you don't receive the truth now? Where would they put their existence in the kingdom? If God already written it down, you better hear me. If God already written it down and I decide to be with the wrong man the whole time I'm here, where would that put the kids that God written down for me to have with this man? It's not like they're just going to exist out of nowhere in the kingdom. They have to be birthed here. I got that. You know what? I got to up. Because this happens every day when we depart our bodies. Some men to have multiple children at one time. That's what God wants. If he wants you to have twins, you're going to have twins. He wants you to have triplets, you're going to have triplets. And many of us don't have any of it because we're not with the right person. So where does that put the plan when we go home? Hmm. It's not like we go home and we be intimate and pregnant and give birth because that would be of the flesh. And the flesh has died. Ooh. So what is that? And how is that? To even happen in the kingdom. Do you understand? Where does that put the plan? Many of us are fighting our purpose. I want to paint. Paint not going to bring home no money. You better shut up and go keep being a lawyer or paralegal or something. And you get home and God show you all these beautiful canvases. All this, you know, arts and craft. And you just going for. Why wait to get home when he said you can live home here now? So that's why it's so important to stay surrendered because there's a lot on the line 
when we don't obey God's plan. And then many of us get our tubes tied because we already had kids by somebody else. Now, there goes the man for me. Now, where does that put the kids I'm supposed to give him? Because every merch supposed to bring forth children. God never created condoms, no birth control. No man did because they were rolling out of control sexually. Couldn't control their hormones. So I don't want no baby with you, but I do want to have sexual relations. So we got to stop. We got to put a stop to, you know, what can come out of this. Hmm. You understand? This is what happens every day in the kingdom. I just noticed there was a boy. His mansion wasn't too far. No, it was a water slide that wasn't too far from my mansion. And this boy slid down it, but he didn't have no adult with him. So that means his parents are not there yet, but he, he oh God, Ooh, this is more deeper than I thought, God, oh God, and he just having the time of his life while he's there with everybody, but God showed me his parents are not there yet, so something happened to him, he was about eight or nine years old, having a time of his life. I just thank God with all of my being, that I said yes to God's plan regarding a man because I didn't know all of that would come from that. And if I was playing around all this time, I would have been another person who went home and saw the truth for what it was and didn't live that here. Many of us are you know, sad in, in a relationship or emerge and we feel like it's cheaper to keep her or cheaper to keep him because the devil trying to use money to keep us bound, keeping access to keep us bound. You excuse me, using access to keep us bound, assets to keep us bound, property and all that stuff to keep us bound, stocks and bonds to keep us down and keep us bound. And many of us allowing it to work. We feel like, you know what? You took everything from me in this marriage. And many feel like, you know what? I can have everything I want out of this marriage. Leave me and cheat if you want to. And that's why many kill. Because you're not going to take everything from me, woman. Come into my life and be no gold digger. You got to die. Let me get a hit out on you. It happens all the time. Same goes for the men. A man went on his honeymoon with his woman. And let me tell you something. She told him she was a virgin. I don't know if she was or not. It's, that's not even a problem. The problem was is that on their wedding night, she didn't even sleep with her husband. Don't touch me. He was a man that was just like so in love. And she was just taking advantage. And that's why a lot of men don't want to give all of them because of that. But you cannot allow someone's stupidity to cause and rob you of going all the way with your love that God positioned to have for you just like that. And I'm saying it just like that. Because God have glory for you just like that. So don't let what they went through like that to cause you to miss your glory just like that. So what happened was she didn't sleep with her husband. But they decided to go hiking. And so apparently he went over the cliff. And fell to his death. And then the truth came out. He was pushed. Because she had a life insurance policy on him. That's like Samson. And you know being asked. What is your riddle? What is your riddle? Look woman. You keep asking me. Okay. We're stronger than a lion. We're sweeter than honey. And that's what he was like. Okay. I will sign the policy. 
I will sign my life over to you as my beneficiary. Okay. And his family knew it was something fishy. And then they found out that she killed him. But just, just think about that. He gets married to the woman of his quote unquote dreams. And she don't even sleep with her husband on, on a wedding night. She's talking about, I'm just so tired. You know, I'm just scared to do something. Woman, be quiet. Be quiet. A lot of people being abused, they're not going to say anything. Some may say, all the marriages that are struggling, please come up. That's being challenged, come up. And some may say, okay, I'm going to go. One may say, you know what? You better sit down for people to know we're going through something. Just rob yourself from your breakthrough. You know, people grow in their marriage and things change in their marriage. You may not like the same hairstyle that your wife used to wear back in the day. You may like something different. I realize the style changes. Men like longer. Well, some men like longer. Some don't even care. Long as you know, long as it's done. And some men like long hair. I don't care if it's weave. And some men, I don't care how old you get. Some men feel like, you know what? Why don't you, you know, get some extended hair, baby? And start wearing those wigs. <laughs> oh, God. Holy Spirit, come on now with this message. And start wearing those wigs. You wearing them grandma wigs. You guys, you know, wear some long. Oh, God. Put a little bit of makeup on. Put on something, you know, cute and sexy for me. A little bit. Put on some heels, sweetheart. And she just not doing it. And the thing is, he's not telling her. And he's thinking it. He's thinking it. But he won't tell her. You understand? And so she's begging for attention. But she keeps trying to enhance the same thing that he don't like. But let me fix this wig. He's like, please take the wig off. Take the wig off. God, talk. The same one for 20 years. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. And she said the same thing. You know, take, you know, add this one on, you know. Or do this this way. You do it the same way for 20-something years. You do this this way for 20-something years. You say this this way. You romance me this way for 20-something. Do something different. And guess what? They never tell each other. So they're unhappy and they're not telling each other why they're unhappy. And then we think we can sit around a stranger and tell them what's going on. Well, we can't even talk to each other at home. How is that? Do you know majority of the people that we sit in front of and talk to are in no position to even hear what we have to say? Ooh, I got to get up. Okay. 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 Holy Spirit. I feel like I'm about to push something out. I feel like I'm about to give birth. Oh God. You understand? Many of us sit around people and trusting them with, our affairs, and they not in no position to even hear what we have to say. Don't even have ears to hear. But they're going to give you the best of their advantage. And that's why we keep coming back. The purpose is to be made whole and don't have to come back. Because Christ don't, you know, do anything and keep sending you back. And keep requesting you to come back. How would that look? I rise you from the dead and you die again. Now, the man who saw people like trees, okay, let me touch your eyes again. Okay, now, yeah. And that was it. That was the only time that Christ had to do it twice. And that was just him letting us know that you may have to do it again. Because he's not talking about his level of faith. He's been an example for our level of faith that's trying to come up alongside with his. Because he don't make mistakes. You got to realize he's been an example for us. So he's giving himself situations to be in that can help us. So when things happen like that to us, we know if he did it and that happened to him, then how much more would we succeed at that?
You understand? Christ said, let this cup pass over me. But the joy of the Lord was already set before him. He's just been an example for us. Because sometimes we feel like what? We can't take it anymore. We want it to be over with. So let me show them how to get through this if I say this. How are they supposed to respond when they feel like this? When that time come? Hmm. You understand? Thought like that for us. He didn't have to say, let this cup pass over me. The joy already there. But he was an example for us. Let me show them how to do it if this happens. So let me do this and say this so they can know what to do when it do happen. Isn't that amazing? Just like, I'm going to be an example for you. I know you argue with your spouse all the time. Okay, so let me just speak nice words, you know, right here. And let me just say something and then change it so you can know how to make the change because you heard how I made the change. But I didn't need to make no change because I don't make no mistakes. But I'm going to sit here and show you what to do by me mimicking it for you. Ooh, you understand? Hallelujah. Somebody told me, Q, when you message me, I get nervous. Why? Because I don't know what God going to say. What? No, 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 no. He's never going to say nothing bad. Let me tell you right now, guys. Don't ever be afraid of what God has to say. Because it's not to hurt, it's to help. It's not to say, oh boy, man. I don't. Because a lot of times we want to keep doing what God says stop. And that's why we don't want to hear. No, I, I want to keep doing this. And he don't want me to. You already know that before somebody will come and tell you. Come on now. That's why I say, Father, I, you know, show me other ways to get things across. Because there is something God wants to me to actually come out and say to someone, but I cannot do that. So I said, God, I mean, I did the best way I could and they received it very well. I just got a message. Thank you. Amen. And that person said, every time you message me, I get nervous. I'll be as powerful as I am. I still get nervous because I know that what you're saying is from God. And I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> it's nothing bad. I don't get nervous when you guys have a word for me. I just know if it's God or not. I know before you even open your mouth. Same goes for you. Hallelujah. I'm just so grateful, guys, that we have an opportunity. <laughs> okay, God. God said, Quenisha, let that sink in. All of that you said, let that sink in. Because when you talk about when people don't possess on the earth, what they're supposed to possess in the kingdom, that's very, very deep. Because it happens too many times. And it's always marriage. Being relational. People leave this earth in relationships and go home and receive when the time comes the right person. Because the right person may not be up there yet. But you're going to know where your purpose is and who your purpose is with. And you're not going to feel no regrets because that's something bad. Christ dealt with that in the kingdom before he dealt with salvation here in the earth. Because sin started first in the kingdom, then the earth. Hallelujah. So we have to really allow God's plan to be manifested. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's like I've never seen what I'm going through happen before. You know, people could go with other people all the time. You know, I could go with this person. I mean, it's been years. I mean, I can date this person. I can, you know, marry this person. And this man didn't do that. I don't care how many times you probably thought you was going to, but you didn't. What is that like? What is, I need to hear from him. What? Tell me. 
Please. How you end up still available all this time? What was it like for you? Would you say no every time it didn't work out? Did you even attempt to date someone? What was it like for you? Please tell the world. Mosokoya. It's like, please tell the world. Tell the world what you've done. Even though those helped you and they helped you and they helped you. But it took you to follow that decision to make. It took you to follow that thought process. Those prayers they prayed up for you. How did you do that? Would you try to date women and it didn't work? And what was it like? You try to pursue people and it didn't go right? Or did you just wait all that time and just, I mean, what was it like? Because I don't hear about things like you have done often, if at all. I never really heard of something like this. Did you hear from God and then a woman goes and marries someone else and then years and years pass, five, six, seven, eight plus years pass and she gets a divorce and you're still available to begin to proceed. Oh, oh God. You know what? I'm thinking that, you know, what usually happened on your wedding night? I just see me weeping tears of joy, like, oh God, it's over for us. All of that, the devil tried itself. We here. We are here. We are here. Now imagine that for a wedding night, weeping with joy on one another because you knew what it was like to go through. And I can imagine him where you had to go through. Oh, God. These are definitely tears of joy and just, just gratefulness. I, I would kiss your feet. I don't give a crap, yo. I don't care, man. I would kiss your feet. Thank you. I don't think you understand. I wouldn't know who I am. I wouldn't know half of what I know if you did not go along with God's plan because of whatever I caused that you, you could have just said, you know what, forget it. Like, you know how many people say, you know what? Another man's trash, another man's treasure. You know how many men went to another woman and another woman went to another man? And they still with them, you know, probably as we speak. And whole time they didn't wait for what God has written down. This man waited. Even though things probably happened in between, but you're still available. You didn't go down that aisle, that aisle, altar, I mean, excuse me, altar, I try to say aisle and altar, that aisle and that altar, and waited for someone else to walk you down. And let me tell you guys something. When I said I know who you are, it was like a relief, like a celebration in this man's heart. Like, finally, yo. 
And the first thing he did was get up there with the help of awesome people to get up there and give God praise for your brand new start. I was like, yo, this is beyond what I ever thought. You better stop playing with something like this. I was like, I, I would have never. You, oh my goodness, yo. This is nothing to play around with. This man did that with the help of prayer warriors. And all the stuff I was thinking about, this man waited and, you know, spirit, soul, and body. I was all like, I'm going to rock his world. You know what? That's not even my thought. That's not my thought. My thought is Jesus wept. I may weep. I may weep. If I'm weeping now, I know when I marry you, I'm going to weep. And I mean weep with gladness and passion for purpose. Because sometimes I was hanging by a thread. I was never suicidal, but I was getting very close to quitting. I was going to quit on a note. And I was going to leave that note on my table for my son when he came home from school. I wasn't thinking straight, I know. We never think it's straight when we're not with God. I don't know what I was going to do. I don't know, but I was leaving a note saying I quit. And God said, don't even take the paper nor the pen. Just record on a podcast instead. You understand? You know, some people deal with other people's pain differently. I couldn't take knowing I caused that much pain that long to the point it was destroying me. Like I could sit at the edge of a cliff and be like, I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore. The pain was taking over me. Because I saw how I was just playing around with life while this person wasn't playing at all. And I am so glad that I get another chance. He didn't have to say yes. Could have said, I'd rather not have nobody. But he gladly said yes. My God. Oh, God, I just felt that. <sighs> yeah, I just felt that. I thank God for all the miracles that came with that regarding my spirit, soul, and my body. I, um, there's a week that takes place that he was talking about. And I didn't understand until right now. Because I wept. I wept. And I'm so glad, guys, that it's over. 
because I couldn't have had another chance. But I do. I'm so glad for Christ's blood. I'm so glad he had blood that shed for me. God. Jesus. Jesus. that blood, your blood for us. Thank you. You became in the flesh that we live by the Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. person that try to keep it together. I don't want to be doing all that in front of you guys. But I'm just <laughs> Now I sound like Hannah. You <laughs> talking without the words coming out. I was like, I'm so grateful. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> uh, everything I experienced in the world, I hated it. <laughs> I wanted to be over there and see what it was like. And I found out. <laughs> and that's why I'm back over here. <laughs> Everybody who goes over there <laughs> comes over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweetheart. God said, you're going to listen. Oh, God. I kneel before you. Thank you for being who you are to me. Mm -hmm. I would never take you for granted. Mm -mm. You are amazing. I love you. And I just wanted to ask, what's your middle name? <laughs> what's your middle name? Is it Cameron? Corey? What is it? I have to know. Please tell me your middle name. Dwight C. Martin. What does C stand for? I'm so hungry to find out. God is not going to tell me. He want you to tell me. Can you be creative and just find a way to give it over to me? It's not corny. No, it's not. Even those mints that was on my porch wasn't corny. You know I like mints because you're listening. Yes, I like minty breath. I stopped going to dinner so much. I was going twice a month. My mother was like, come on out. Now you're wasting money. <laughs> nothing wrong with nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But let me get off of here. I have an hour to be at church. Actually, I have two hours. So I want to get something to eat, you know. <laughs>
and mm-mm-mm. I'm in love with you. Mm-mm-mm. Father, thank you for this man. Mm-mm. I got a man. Oh, not God. Oh, you got to speak right. I have. I mean, I got I have. You got to speak the right thing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You don't got, you have, um, excuse me, I have an awesome man. It's not about nothing on the outside, which I do love. It's about you on the inside. I want to get to know more about that. I want to pour that out. Oh, you're so cuddly. I'm so ready to be with you now. (laughs) Yeah. I want to lie down in the bed and talk and laugh and watch movies. I can, I can tell this. I'm going to let you know this right now. I see this prophetically. I'm going to be getting some good sleep. <laughs> yeah. And still be a ministry. You know what I do. But you're going to be like, wow, Q was tired. It's not that I was tired. It's just that I'm relief. I'm relieved. Like, finally. Like, I can really just exhale for, for a lifetime. I can, you know, feel the sensation of being back to you again. And not away from you ever again. So, of course, I'm going to enjoy, you know, lying down in a bed next to you, you know, watching a movie. It'd be time for me to watch, you know, movies. But, you know, be mindful of the movie choice. You understand? And right now, it's just straight preparation, preparation, preparation. There's no room for no TV right now. Now, I watch movies. It's a treat to me. You know, oh, I watch a movie in my son's room, the TV in his room. But he don't even watch it. It's just like, you know, we do watch clips and stuff like that. But, you know, for the most part, you know, to really invest in, like we always had, you know, cable and TV, TVs in every room and just sit and watch TV. I'm ready to get the biggest size TV. I'm not. When I come alongside with you, I'm getting the biggest TV up in that place. Forget that. I'm trying to tell you, do they, do they have a 200 inch? I'm trying. That's how I feel. I want a theater up in that piece. You understand? Or a projector. It doesn't matter. I just want to watch a movie and just, you know, get all kinds of just snacks and whatever and just enjoy that moment. Whatever. I like stuff that's laughter that has me to laugh. So I want to watch something funny. You know, I want to go to a lot of comedies with you. I want to just, you know, be a comedy, you know, a comedian for you and just at home and you just laugh at me. You understand? I love you. Yes, I do. Whew. Just keep me in prayer because I'm so ready. I'm like, okay, Father, now, 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 now. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Calm down, Kanisha. Okay, 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 okay. See, I can say that to you, sweetheart, and it's okay. Because I realize God is right. When you meet the person who he has for you, you could tell them anything. Anything. I could tell you anything. There are a lot of demons going to flee from this moment forward from you because you just made it to another place and got higher. Mm -hmm. It's not more trouble. It's less trouble. It's more angels, less demons. See, we have it backwards thinking more God, more demons. No, more God, less demons. (laughs) Hallelujah. Mm, Let me go and eat. Ooh, I'm in love. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sweetheart, I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. I feel good. Yeah, I had to get that weep out. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Dwight. You don't know how it's been over here regarding that. 
man, sometimes I cry myself to sleep. Sometimes you heard me do it, and it's on this podcast. But greatest he was in us, the he's in the world. Mm-hmm. I love you, Buka. Oh, hey, guys. This wasn't for him. This is for you guys. Oh, God. What's for you both? I love you guys, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It won't stop the re- it won't let <laughs> me to stop the recording. I'm trying to stop. Okay, love you guys.